3: Good morning. Welcome to the Race Day Las Vegas radio program for this Friday, the 28th day of October 2022. Where the heck has this month gone? But then again, I say that at the end of every month, don't I? Time just flies. Anyhow, uh, your date is 10282022. That's your date we hear on a Friday. And of course, uh, as we look out the window here at the studio, where we emanate and originate all the Race Day Las Vegas radio programs from these studios over the airwaves, Sports Talk 1400 AM, looking at our weather, sun is peeking over the building now, the ground is dry, sky is blue, and it's cold, not East Coast cold, but cold here. Right now, with uh, 10 minutes after 7 a.m. Pacific time, it is 48 degrees. 48 right now here in Las Vegas. We're going to get up to 72, though, which would be uh, 4 degrees higher than yesterday. 72 are going to top out. And if you're making your plans for the weekend, listening to us worldwide, really, at uh, our different streaming uh, platforms, like our website streaming at global. Or your smartphone, your iPhone, your Android with your KSHP radio station app that you can get to your app store so you can hear us now. Or anywhere you get podcasting if you're planning on coming up. And we welcome you to not only the show, but to uh, your gaming capital of the world. This is uh, just about the way the weather is going to be all the weekend long. Going to get in the low 70s throughout the week. But the sun is shining. Uh, we uh, anticipate no wind and or uh, precipitation right now. So that's uh, the weekend weather here in Las Vegas. And, of course, the weather around the country and the contiguous 48. Up and down Pacific Coast clear. That's good because Santa Anita starts running again this week today. In the Gulf Coast, we're clear. A lot of action going on over the big, beautiful state of Texas. Oh, my goodness. They've got... Rain, light and hard at times, all through Texas, parts of Oklahoma, there. And then you got a little bit of a, a cluster of rain just off the Atlantic coast, mid Atlantic. Looks like uh, Florida is clear, and up and down the entire Atlantic coast is clear, and up into Canada it's clear. But I'm sure it's cold because it's cold here. Hey! You know, we're getting, uh, we're in fall now, and we're, you know, rolling into winter. All right, so here's the deal now, right? We have seven days, two hours, 16 minutes, and 29 seconds and counting until the two-day Breeders' Cup championships at Keeneland Racecourse. Now, uh, the, uh, by the time we get, To talking to you one week from today, we will be preparing for the first day of the two-day championship, the day that uh, they call the day of the future, future stars, for all the two-year-olds, five races for two-year-olds in Breeders' Cup on Friday, one week from today. And then one week from today, after those races are over, you know, yeah. Uh, we will be getting ready for the uh, seminar at the uh, South Point. Now, the seminar will begin at 6 p.m. in the Grandview Lounge, which is adjacent to, right next to, the race book. So you can play the races, the first day of races, uh, you know, first day of Breeders' Cup. If you have a late bet you want to make, hey, all you got to do is step right out of the Grandview Lounge and right into the book and make that bet as well. And at 6 o'clock, we're going to take the stage in the Grand View Lounge. It is regular lounge that, uh, you know, uh, performers and, and uh, music, etc., is played in the evenings. But we're going to grab it on that night for the seminar that features in-house handicapper John Lindo and Jonathan Hardoon coming all the way from New York just to be with us and handicap the next day's racing, the day of the championship races in all the other divisions, nine of them on Saturday. And we'll review what happened on Friday as well, maybe even if we have time to take a little question and answer session. But it all happens in the Grandview Lounge one week from today at 6 p.m. after the first day of Breeders' Cup's two-day championships. Now the next day, one week from tomorrow, we'll be up in the uh, the big ballroom Breeders' Cup Day 2, with the, the big-screen TVs that are larger than life, TVs all around the ballroom, bringing in the Breeders' Cup. And, of course, uh, big banquet tables that you can spread out all of your paraphernalia that you need for handicapping. It your food and beverage will be available. And, of course, the bedding windows in the big ballroom on Saturday. So it's a big Breeders' Cup celebration weekend at the South Point. On a Breeders' Cup that uh, could be very memorable. I think they have a few Breeders' Cup packages left for you if you uh, d- intend on coming out and join enjoying it uh, from out of town. And they got great rooms at the uh, at the South Point as well. So they got a special Breeders' Cup room rate package. Want to know more about that? Just call them up at the number I'm about to give you and tell them you heard it on a race day. That number is 866-780-7223. I will repeat it. 866-780-7223, and we'll all be set up and ready to go. Going to have a good time there, Breeders' Cup weekend, which is approaching now. And I have in my little hands this big, thick, beautiful... Daily Racing Form Advanced Breeders' Cup Advanced Edition, the 2022 Breeders' Cup Advanced Past Performances. In this Past Performance Racing Form, you have lifetime past performances for pre entered horses, all of them, in all the races. You have the buyer speed figures, you have the time form ratings for foreign races. You got comments and odds for pre-entered horses, key prep races, analysis, and race charts, race charts of all those races, and analysis of key foreign prep races as well. It's all in the pages of the Breeders' Cup Advance, 143 pages. It's like racing's answer answer to the book, War and Peace. And it's out there right now. You can get it. All righty. Let's take a look. Now, the weather here in Las Vegas for that weekend, by the way, if you're coming up, says that we're going to be in the 60s. Our highs are going to be in the 60s over that weekend, and the lows will be in the uh, 40s. Okay? So in case you want to get proper dress there. As far as Lexington, Kentucky... Obviously, where Keeneland is at. It shakes up this way right now from the uh, Weather Channel, their predictions for next Friday and Saturday. Friday, the 4th. Mostly sunny now, with only a 19% chance of any precipitation in Lexington. Going to start out the morning right around 55 degrees and they're going to top out at 74. So they're kind of, uh, you know, their weather is uh, similar to ours. South-southwest winds at 13 miles an hour, Friday. Then on Saturday, the big day, it'll be mostly cloudy. Pumps up to 24% chance of rain. Just 24% though, it went down from uh, earlier predictions. They'll start out the day at 49 degrees, top off at 71, so a couple of degrees less on uh, the highs and the lows on Saturday Breeders' Cup Day with southwest winds 14 miles per hour. So that's what we're setting you up for next week, here and there, okay? One final note about next week, Uh, the racetracks and their post times. I will give you the racetracks that have a change in their regular post times. On Friday, November fourth, Aqueduct will get early, start early at 8:35 a.m. These are all Pacific times. Golden Gate will start early at 12:15, uh, and um, Santa Anita will start at 12 high noon. Four tracks that will have earlier-than-usual post times next Friday, the first day of the Breeders' Cup. Keeneland, which will be presenting the Breeders' Cup, will start at 8.55 a.m., 8.55 a.m. on Friday Breeders' Cup Day. Saturday Breeders' Cup Day 2. Aqueduct gets started at 7.50 a.m. Pacific Time. Golden Gate will again be at 12.15 Laurel will have an earlier post time that day at 8.25 a.m. And Santa Anita, again, will have a high noon post time. Now, these are the tracks I mentioned that have a change in their regular post times on those two days. And, of course, Keeneland, that is uh, the host of the Breeders' Cup on Breeders' Cup Saturday, will start its racing program at 7.30 a.m. 7.30 a.m. that morning Pacific time. Now, remember... Uh, Keeneland on both days will start out with a few races of their own that are uh, not Breeders' Cup races either. So just keep that in mind, okay? So now you got all the skinny going on. And as far as the betting menu, oh, please, we don't have enough time for that. That'll take up an hour. But you can go to the uh, Breeders'Cup.com website, it will give you the entire betting menu of available wagers for the two days of the Breeders' Cup. Okay? So I hope uh, we got you all set and ready to go. One week from today is going to start. Going to start. Yeah, it is. Um, A a quick note. uh, Now, we have Presque Isle Downs on our menu uh, for today. Uh, But uh, be forewarned that uh, Presque Isle, well, actually, they're not running today, so it doesn't matter. But they uh, canceled the races yesterday. Presque Isle had a cancellation of their races yesterday. And all it said was it was a management decision. So they canceled yesterday. They're not scheduled to run today. So we're in good shape there. Okay. And they're not scheduled to run tomorrow either. So uh, whatever that's going on there, I hope they get it uh, squared away. Probably the weather. All right. Now, what happened with our handicappers yesterday? Oh, good stuff. Our handicappers came up with uh, five winners, five, on yesterday's card. At uh, Keeneland, Rich Ang had the first race winner. Remember I said it would be good singleton for the pick five? It was. Paid uh, 340, but we got by that first race. Uh, John Lendo, big winner for him. In the eighth race yesterday on the show, he said lovely princess. He liked lovely princess, which was 10 to 1 on the morning line, by the way. That horse won, paid $12.72 for a $2 wager. Big day yesterday for Wesley Ward and Joel Rosario. Wesley Ward and Joel Rosario teamed up to win three races yesterday together. Doug O'Neill had a winner at Keeneland yesterday with the Reddam owned horse. Get on the bus in the fifth race, paid $12.76. Luis Saez had a couple of winners yesterday. And John Lindo, with his Lendo report, and we always tell you to check the Lindo report, he suggests a late pick four. And his suggested late pick four on the Lindo report hit yesterday, paying $97.79, and it was not an expensive ticket either. Good return on that. Jerry J came with a dead heat winner in the uh, Aqueducts fourth race. With Sweet Wilhelmina, who dead-heated with the favorite uh, Self-Isolation. Which was also a Redham Racing winner, Self-Isolation. He's got horses back east. Uh, Sweet Wilhelmina, in that dead-heat, paid $5.10, splitting the dead-heat in the wind pool. There. So, we give Jerry credit for that. And our boys at Woodbine. Ernie Perry came with the first race winner. Bet down from 7-2, to two, paid $5.30. And Tommy Mass has had a nice third place finisher in the sixth race, came back in the seventh race with Zefeather. Remember he said Zefeather was 10-1 uh, to one on the morning line, he said, but it, it should be the favorite. It's going to be bet down. It was. Paid $6.60, but it got the win. So congratulations to our handicappers yesterday on the show, and we hope they are in a zone to help us win more money today. And so without any further ado, we'll get started with our show. We'll go to our first break. With us again today, Jonathan Hardoon, Tommy Massis from Woodbine, Rich Chang, John Lendo, Jerry J. your racing menu yet to come. So don't go away. We're just getting started on this Friday. Stay warm. We'll be right back.
1: Bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer.
0: From DRF.com is the exclusive past performance content provider for the Race Day Las Vegas show.
3: All righty. As you know, uh, there's a uh, lot of the late uh, action going on right now with a week out. The horses are getting their final workouts over uh, today and tomorrow, so we'll uh, keep track of anything's happening. We know that Flightline, remember Flightline, is supposed to, is scheduled to, uh, have his last workout at Keeneland. He's at Keeneland now, and he'll have his last workout uh, there. And uh, yesterday, uh, after, uh, well, yeah, uh, yesterday, after uh, getting a feel of the track, uh, Flightline uh, visited the starting gate. They brought him up to the gate and and got him kind of familiar with that, so... You know, he's he's all set and ready to go with familiar surroundings. Now, I don't want to reflect uh, in uh, football, but just for a second, you know that in football, especially last night with Tampa Bay playing uh, the uh, Baltimore team, uh, Baltimore beat them in Tampa Bay, and it was like at, uh, Tom Brady's third consecutive loss, that they were talking about how these professionals, you know, that when they have some personal uh, situations, some personal problems, and you know, I, I think everybody knows that Tom Brady is going through um, a divorce. That sometimes their minds aren't where they should be, and it and it takes it's it's uh, noticeable in their performances on the in their particular sport, and of course, I guess you could probably. Uh, Mark that up to uh, Tom Brady uh, uh, not winning uh, as he usually does with Tampa Bay. However, what I'm trying to say is I'm trying to put into context that something happened at uh, Brad Cox's stable. Now, Brad Cox is getting ready. You know, he's, you know, a performer. I mean, he's a a sports uh, celebrity. Uh, And his horses are getting ready for the Breeders' Cup, obviously. And when something happens personally in your life, sometimes it carries over. That's all I'm saying. And so what I'm saying is Cox, his assistant trainer, assistant and exercise rider, Katie Tolbert, suffered a serious injury to her left leg before dawn during training hours this morning at Churchill Downs. Now, she was transported by ambulance to the University of Louisville Hospital for treatment. But now there's a little bit of uh, that uh, personal stuff getting involved in the Cox Stable with a week to go to the Breeders' Cup. So all I'm saying is sometimes, you know, the great uh, people in their respective sport, when things are starting to happen at home and, and other places and people that you, you know and love, sometimes it can affect you and affect uh, the situation. However, I'm sure his horses are doing fine. All right, here's the menu of racetracks available today in the racebook Simulcast centers racetracks around the country. Reminding you, the first post times we broadcast on the show each and every day reflect that at the Pacific time zone. So if you're not here listening in Las Vegas at Sports Talk 1400 AM, where these will be the first post times that roll out in our racebooks today. If you're listening anywhere else on any different platform that we have and you're not in the Pacific time zone, adjust to it. So you don't miss anything like, of course, I miss mom and dad, okay? Here's your menu for today. We begin with Laurel Park. They have nine races. Full fields, too, there. Nine races. First post time, 9.15 at Laurel Park. You want the jackpot? Okay. Jackpot uh, at Laurel uh, today, the pick six jackpot, $13,254. And again, first post time, 9.15. Gulfstream Park has nine races today. Their pick six rainbow jackpot carryover, $29,361. Nine races, first post time, $9.25. Then you have Delaware Park. They'll kick in with eight races at a first post time of nine thirty. Belmont at Aqueduct has nine races today. Their feature race is the $120,000 Chelsea Flower Stakes at a mile and 16th on the inner turf course for two-year-old fillies. They are staying on the turf today, so the fifth and ninth races will be on the outer turf course. The fourth and eighth races will be on the inner turf course. All turf races stay there because the track is also fast. Should be partly cloudy at post time, right around 56 degrees at Belmont at Aqueduct today. And again, first post time, 935, the Chelsea Flower, the feature, there's nine in that, two-year-old fillies, on the turf, and uh, Tax Implications is the even-money favorite in that one. Manuel Franco aboard. First post time, 9.35, 9.35 today at Aqueduct. Belmont at Aqueduct. Keeneland, that's next. Ten races, couple of stakes races. The $200,000 Myrtlewood is the seventh race on the card. Six furlongs for two-year-old fillies. A field of 11 before any scratches. And the 8-5 to five favorite there is Key of Life with Florent Garot. Then the eighth race is the $300,000 grade three Valley View Stakes at a mile and 16th on the turf for three-year-old fillies. A full field of 14 before any scratches. And the favorite in that race at 5-2 is Dolce Zell with Ired Ortiz Jr. Ten races today at Keeneland. You got a first post time at Keeneland at 10 a.m. 10 a.m. first post time at Keeneland today. All right. Okay, next up comes uh, Woodbine. Tommy Mass is standing by. Woodbine has eight races today. What about their carryovers? How about this? Super high five jackpot carryover, $7,112. Pick six jackpot carryover, $58,074. Eight races at Woodbine today and a first post time of 1020. Hawthorne Racecourse next. Eight races at Hawthorne. First post time is 1250. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $4,589. 1250 first post Hawthorne. Santa Anita back on the boards. Santa Anita has nine races today. Their first post time is 1 o'clock this afternoon. Their pick six jackpot carryover, $143,106. Now remember, tomorrow at Santa Anita, if there is a single ticket winner only, it'll be paid at a million dollars. $1 $1 million guarantee and a single winning ticket tomorrow. It's not a mandatory payoff. It's only a bonus of a single winner tomorrow. Today, the jackpot, $143,106. First post time for nine races, 1 o'clock this afternoon. Golden Gate has eight races. They're pick five. They got a regular pick five carryover. This is not a jackpot, folks. Regular pick five carryover, 38250 bucks up in the Bay at Golden Gate. They have a super high five carryover of $2,965, and that's not a jackpot either. And their pick six jackpot, however, that carryover is $2,504. So they got three carryovers today at Golden Gate, two are regular carryovers, one a jackpot. Eight races today at Golden Gate, first post time, one fifteen. Delta Downs has nine races. Their first post time is 2.55. Penn National. Eight races today. Penn Nats uh, first post time is at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. at Penn National today. And then uh, next up comes Charlestown. Charlestown races. Eight races. First post time, 4 p.m. Their pick six jackpot carryover is $6,171. 4 p.m. at Charlestown. And then we wrap it up at the uh, Remington Park. They've got nine races today at Remington. The feature, $100,000 feature, the Clever Trevor Stakes. Seven furlongs for two-year-olds, a nice field of 12 there, and a wide-open affair at that. The morning line favorite is 7-2. to two. Campfire Creed. First post time for nine races today at Remington, 5.05. 05. That's your menu of racetracks on this Friday before Breeders' Cup. All right, now let's get started. Let's go to... Let's go to... Mr. Jonathan Hardoon. Good morning, Jonathan. Good morning, Ralph. How are you? I'm doing fine, man. It's a, it's a nice crisp day here in Las Vegas. I can fill you in on that Katie
0: store Katie Tolbert story from the Brad Coxborn She, was, uh, yeah, she was on a two-year-old this morning that dumped her, and uh, they think she has a broken leg. The bad news is that she is really the key to Cyberknife. Uh, she calms him down. He was extremely high-strung and crazy when he came in, and she really made the difference on this horse. So hopefully she's not to hurt too bad and she'll be able to be around because uh, she's an important factor for Knight.
3: Yeah, and, and, you know, as great as these um, sports legends are and their dedication to their work, when things start happening in their personal life, sometimes it, it broaches in to uh, their professional one, too.
0: Right. No question about it. People, I mean, anybody, they're not machines, you know, they have feelings and and everything else that goes with it. So it's easy to say, leave it at the door, but that doesn't always work.
3: No, it doesn't. You know,
0: and uh, when when things start to go bad, well, then everybody starts pointing fingers and looking for
3: excuses. Right. Right. Well, and and case in point, uh, Tom Brady with the uh, Tampa Bay. Exactly. That's a
0: perfect analogy you came up with, Ralph.
3: All right, uh, Jonathan. We got uh, a weekend of racing coming up. That's for sure. And 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 uh, Santa Anita's back in the fold today, finally. Uh, and uh, although you won't be with us uh, tomorrow, uh, Belmont at Aqueduct's going to have uh, four nice stakes races. One of them is the Pumpkin Pie. I wonder why. <clears throat> but you got right. the, you got the Grade Two Kelso and the Grade Three Bold Ruler and the AWOD Stakes there. And then, of course, uh, later on. At uh, Santa Anita, all the Calbreds come to uh, in their stakes races. Six, make that uh, seven stakes races overall uh, tomorrow uh, at Santa Anita, including the Golden State Juvenile, Golden State Juvenile Phillies, and you know, all the uh, Calbred stuff. So it's going to be fine. And then on Sunday, Belmont at Aqueduct comes with the New York State Bread uh, stakes card. Right,
0: it's New York Showcase Day, and right. uh, it's their big New York Bread stakes day with big purses and nice fields and actually a pretty good – Pretty good card the whole weekend, to be honest with you. It's the calm before the storm. Yeah. And uh, next week the storm is coming. So (laughs) getting excited, Ralph, you know, and uh, we're a week away and uh, the juices are starting to flow.
3: You know, we uh, we have a, a big storm coming through Las Vegas, you know on that week yeah <laughs> yeah it's called the hard dune hurricane. <laughs> hurricane, hurricane hurricane hard dune yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a it's a category five <laughs> <laughs> Head <to> the hills. <laughs> yeah. all right uh, jonathan uh, we might as well get to work today uh, you got uh, several sheets you got keeneland you got aqueduct you got Santa anita sheets all available at your website what you doing for us today buddy well,
0: congratulations to the rest of the team yesterday. They certainly carried the ball. Great day by John Window and Jerry Jay and everyone yeah. else. So yeah. let's see if I could uh, stick my two cents in here. Good. And uh, first of our two radio plays comes in Belmont's fourth race today. It's a mile on the turf. And I love the number one horse in here, Angel Palm. Four-year-old Philly from the Brad Cox barn. Last time out, ran at Remington Park, ran well. The race two starts back at Saratoga, wins this race. Uh, She has the advantage of breaking from the inside. Mm -hmm. Manny Franco aboard to ride. She's listed at 7 or 2 on the morning line. Number one, Angel Palm, wins today's fourth race out of Belmont at Aqueduct.
3: And out of the Brad Cox uh, barn, uh, the fourth race, the one, Angel Palm, the one in the fourth race at uh, Belmont at Aqueduct is Jonathan Hardoon's play in the fourth there. Where are we going with the other?
0: We are going to Santa Anita, race number seven, six furlongs on the turf. And I love the number seven horse in here, Queen, Queen of Pompeii. Uh, this is a four-year-old filly from the Carla Gaines Barn. Joe Bravo aboard to ride. She cuts back in distance, coming off of a layoff. She's better sprinting than she is routing. She's listed at 6-1 to one on the morning line. Joe Bravo for Carla Gaines, number seven, Queen of Pompeii, wins today's seventh race out at San Anita.
3: Easy to remember, seventh race number seven. The queen of Pompeii, the seven in the seventh race, San Anita, is Jonathan Hardoon's play. And again, for the race day listeners, full sheets for San Anita, Belmont at Aqueduct and Keeneland right now at Jonathan's uh, website. And Jonathan, you will keep us posted with uh, what's going on behind the scenes with uh, Brad Cox and his uh, assistant. We wish her all the best. And of course, uh, you'll do that through uh, texting us over the weekend. Yes, sir. All right. Thanks a lot, Jonathan. Thanks, Ralph. Stay safe and be well. All righty. Thank you, my man. Now we're going to go to Tommy Massis, who has an update on uh, what happened at Presque Isle Downs. Tommy?
0: Yeah.
4: According to either Bloodhorse and Daily Racing Form, it was closing day yesterday, and somebody phoned in. Uh, they said a, cr- a credible terrorist threat against oh. the jockeys oh. hours before the card. I don't know about credible, but... They canceled. The only good thing about it was there was no carryovers. Yeah, and that's you know.
3: Well, if they canceled, uh, they, they canceled, and you say it's closing day. They're just closed now.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and they said they're going to give I heard uh, someone else on Beach Horse a thousand dollars.
3: Oh, that's that, nice. that was
4: entered, which is that's nice. Yeah, well, I'd like to add up what the first money was and give out all of it. I don't know if a thousand covers it.
3: Well, uh, whatever the case may be, it was a nice gesture, that's for sure. And i got to tell you, you know, don't want to get into politics at all, but this, this world is getting really, really dangerous at times. Now, we, ha- we have what they said they thought was a, ter- a credible the terrorist threat. We hear this morning that uh, the uh, House uh, Leader uh, Speaker uh, Pelosi, her home in California was burglarized, and they... Uh, they uh, beat up her husband or something There is the latest, uh, the early reports I got this morning. Unbelievable.
4: Yeah, I, you know, I won't get into politics either, but yeah. left and right, you know, in your country, people are gone, gone. you know, yeah. nuts. Like, cheese man, you, you know, you're brothers, you're right. the same people, right. you want to put hands on each other, but enough of that.
3: Right, you know, you can have differences, but be civil about it, that's f- for sure, and respectful. All right, look, you got a winner yesterday, so did uh, Ernie. And you were right when you said the the horse that you gave out had, had no chance of being 10-1 to 1 on the morning line, and he wasn't. Don't know if he was the favorite, but paid $6.
4: Yeah, he ended up being the favorite, I think. And I think it was not just that. You know, he got the race day push at the windows.
3: Yeah, I know. All right, let's keep it just between us now. Go ahead and give us some picks. Yeah, you
4: know, like I always say, I, I can keep a secret. The people I tell, they got big
3: mouths. All right.
4: Okay, uh, so just a reminder: Breeders' Crown uh, is tonight and tomorrow at Mohawk. Yep. Check your ADWs for the great promos. What mine has?
3: Yep, big final, and big final Breeders' I, Crown tonight and tomorrow night.
4: And how about I start with a, a pick in race six there?
3: Okay, it's
4: a two-year-old colt trots. They had two eliminations last week. Both of them were like, you know, no movement at all. Everyone just sat in line. Uh, okay. What I got out of the race was number eight winner's bet, who was the favorite in like a million-dollar trot race here a couple months ago and broke. Dexter Dunn did everything to not make him break, and he got run into at the top of the stretch, and then he almost got run into it, and Dexter Dunn just gave him, you know, just got him across and forth to qualify. And having said that, he did look a bit shaky. So, from out, you know, it's price dependent on him, but I'm going to use him in an exact box. But I'm going to bet on number 10, Dire Straits. Uh, And if you're a fan of Dire Straits, uh, the band, uh, he was uh, so far away last time and the only horse to close ground really in those two eliminations. It looks like they're going to really smoke up front, a lot of speed, and hopefully, David Miller can. Come flying late and and get all the cookies at a big number.
3: All right. Sixth race, you like the 10. This is at Mohawk tonight in the first day of the two-day finals in the Breeders' Crown. Sixth race, you like the 10, and you're going to put them with the 8, correct? You got it. All right. Now let's quickly get to Woodbine picks because we're running late.
4: Yeah. Ernie Perry, race 5, number 6, Quiet Speed. Okay. And then race. Number one, Canadian Pharaoh. And by the way, race seven is the only turf race today. The other two are off the turf.
3: All right. So the fourth race that was scheduled for the turf at six and a half furlongs, the sixth race that was scheduled on the turf at seven furlongs are both now on uh, the synthetic, right? You got it. All right. Seventh race, however, uh, again, uh, Ernie's pick.
4: Number one, Canadian Pharaoh.
3: All right, the one horse at twelve to one on the morning line is Ernie's pick, and again, it stays at, on the turf at a mile and three eighths. The one and the seventh. And you?
4: Race one, number one, unilateral. Huge trainer change. Uh, dropping down. You know, eight to one is a good price on him. You know, if he if he gets bet lower, I won't bet him. But you know, seven, eight to one or up, I'm definitely betting. Number One, unilateral,
3: okay, the one in the first race post time ten twenty a m Pacific time, and
4: and I'm going to my preferred play, race six, number five solo album, uh, not the second Marcassi but the third Marcassi, so there's three of them in here. He looks to be the least one bet that's I like him on on that, and I also like him that these horses that come from the states and show nothing. And get to Woodbine and Marcassi's barn. All of a sudden, you know, find the Fountain of Youth and sprout wings. So, I'm really going to make a, a big play on solo album in race five, and hopefully, we get at least ten to one. All I right, hope. that
3: that is race six, by the way. It is number five, but this is the sixth race, and a twenty to one on the morning line, correct? Yes, sir. All right. Thanks a lot, Tommy. We'll talk to you tomorrow.
4: Yes, sir. Good luck,
3: everyone. All right. You got it, my man. And again, I want to do uh, real quick the recap here for you. First race, Tommy likes the one horse. 10.20 a.m. first post time here in uh, Las Vegas in Pacific time. Then you go to the fifth race. Ernie likes the six, the six and the fifth. Tommy comes back in the seventh race. I'm um, sorry. He comes back in the sixth race with the five. So in the fifth race, Ernie likes the six in the sixth race. Tommy likes the five. And then the seventh race, Ernie likes the one. Those are the picks. Get more at their website. We'll be back with uh, Mr. Rich Ang right after this.
1: Want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book? South Point Casino's race book has the answer.
3: all right, back on race day Las Vegas, and we got to get going here. So let's go right to uh, Rich Yang standing by. Richie, good morning. Hey, good morning, Ralphie. Well, uh, all those Breeders' Cup Advanced Editions are out. I got my hands on one, that's for sure.
5: Yeah, and I put a whole bunch in the mail uh, yesterday afternoon. So a lot of those people who ordered on the phone, you know, again, probably on Saturday, I guess, with two-day delivery.
3: All right. Well, Richie, uh, you stay hot at Keeneland. Uh, you had the winner of the first race, a nice singleton for us in the early pick five. Uh, and if you connected the other dots, you got $629.39 for that pick five, early pick five, with your winner in the first race. And I know you got full sheets for both Keeneland and Santa Anita today. We'll cut to the chase.
5: Okay. I tell you what, let's uh, let's go to race number 10 at Keeneland, five and a half furlongs on the turf. I heard you're talking about uh, Joel Rosario and uh, Wesley Ward yesterday. They yeah. won three together. Yeah. Uh, I think they can make. Uh, they can stay hot. Uh, let's try the number five, out of door. Ten to one in the morning line. Mm-hmm. I guarantee you this horse is not going to be ten to one, route, But even if we get, you know, <clears throat> six or seven to one, that's okay by me. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh,
5: out of door, number five, uh, Ward and Rosario. Let's go 25 win place two for the ROI in the ten.
3: All right, in the 10th race, number five, Out of Door, is the play. Rich Ang's play, a $2 ROI, two to win on the five and the 10th. Out of Door will get us out the door at Keeneland with a winner, hopefully. All right, what about Sanita? Let's go to the opener.
5: Uh, the opener is a mile and an eighth on the turf.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Uh, uh, I like the number six horse, birth of cool. Eight to one in the morning. line. Again, I don't think we're going to get eight to one, but I can get four or five to one with uh, Humberto reese riding from Patty Gallagher. I uh, like this horse on the drop-down. 25 win plays, 2 for the ROI. Number 6, Birth of Cool in the first.
3: And Mr. Uh, Rispoli, of course, uh, loves uh, He's really good on that turf course, and that first race is a mile and one-eighth on the turf. So in the opener, we get another singleton for the early pick 5 at Santa Anita today in number 6, Birth of Cool. The 6 in the opener, the first race, uh, Richie's play. Again, a $2 ROI, 2 to win on the 6. Now, don't forget, Santa Anita and Keeneland full sheets right now from Richie at the racedaylasvegas.com websites thanks a lot Rich hey thanks Al. good luck everybody alright keep them uh, advanced editions going out the door buddy we'll be right back to wrap it up with John and Jerry don't do it don't do it don't do it don't go away
1: want to bet your favorite horse but can't make it to the race book <laughs> South Point Casino's race book has the answer
0: The Race Day Las Vegas Show, the only exclusive daily local media racing information source in Las
3: Vegas. All righty, let's get right to John Lindo standing by in Southern California. John, good morning. Good morning,
2: Ralph. How are you doing?
3: I'm doing fine, and so are you with a nice $12.72 winner in the eighth race yesterday at Keeneland. Lovely princess and one uh, like a good thing.
2: Yeah, really good ride by Brian Hernandez, and, and look, looking in a good spot all the way, got the money, and uh, bet down a little bit, but we'll take 5-1, to one. we'll try and uh, parlay that and make a little bit more money today.
3: Well, they better certainly take a look at the Lindo Report covering all of Keeneland today and all of Santa Anita with all the selections, and of course, all that good information for handicapping at the bottom, all the uh, footnotes, and of course, a suggested late pick for... In each of the two tracks on both Lendo reports, Keeneland and Santa Anita, where yesterday your suggested late pick for Keeneland won, paid ninety-seven seventy-nine. But I got to tell you, it was a cheap ticket.
2: Yeah, and uh, yeah, we, we turned. I think that's two days in a row there, so we'll try yeah. and get another one on uh, today. And a little bit more expensive ticket today because uh, we're going to spread one of the races and try and catch a little havoc.
3: Yeah, that's right. Let's uh, see if we can get uh, at randomness uh, really rocking and rolling for sure. Big weekend coming up uh, this weekend at Santa Anita with all of the uh, Calbred uh, stakes races coming up on uh, on Sunday, I would imagine, right? Is that Sunday? Yeah.
2: Uh, seven tomorrow. stakes races Saturday, uh, three of them Calbreds, a couple of graded stakes races, including the Twilight Derby. So it's a good card. And, uh, again, Santa Anita deciding to run the, a lot of their stakes races this weekend prior to the Breeders' Cup because everybody will be watching Keeneland next Saturday and next Friday as well.
3: Right. Seven stakes races Tomorrow. tomorrow on a day where if you are a single-ticket winner in the pick six, they'll round it up for a million-dollar payoff, right?
2: Right. And, again, it's not a mandatory payoff, so you've got to be the only ticket. Uh, I looked at the card. I don't think that's going to happen. So, you know, as you budget, if you're going to play that Rainbow Six, I wouldn't put a lot of extra money into that because it's going to take something special to be the only guy.
3: All right, Santa Anita, we got an update on Jock's Trainers.
2: Yeah, Santa Anita leading jockey right now. Ramon Vasquez, he's mm. got 18 winners. Then you have Juan Hernandez with 14. Umberto Rispoli third with 12 as far as the trainers. Peter Miller is your leader. He's got 12 winners. Then you have Phil D'Amato and Doug O'Neill and Jeff Mullins. They've all got eight. Bob Baffert behind them with seven.
3: All right. And now uh, well, the winning favorites.
2: Favorites are, have dipped to 42% so far.
3: All right. Well, we're going to get it down even further because I still don't like 42%. But nevertheless, a nine-race card today. And uh, i got to tell you, uh, half of the uh, races are really kind of full fields, and uh, the other half are competitive. So it's a good racing card for this Friday.
2: Yeah, it's not bad. You've you got to watch the scratches because a lot of contenders are stuck on the also-eligible. So we'll see how the scratches, when they come down today, these fields are going to change.
3: All right. Well, you got two sheets today. Exclusively distributed free of charge at the South Point Race Book. You got Keeneland, you got Santa Anita selections, suggested late pick four, and all the goodie information at the bottom. Want to remind everybody, and it's on your sheet, that uh, tomorrow is closing day for the fall meet at Keeneland. Now remember, folks, it's the host of the Breeders' Cup, so uh, when they come back next week, it's going to be the Breeders' Cup uh, uh, portion of their uh, s- their uh, racing there. It's a special. Breeders' Cup weekend, so uh, uh, tomorrow will be the end of the regular Keeneland fall meet, and as a result of that, of course, mandatory payouts. right?
2: Right. The Breeders' Cup is its own separate meet next Friday, Saturday, so all the pools will pe- be paid out for the Keeneland fall meet tomorrow.
3: Alright, what about uh, Keeneland pick today?
2: Let's go to the third race today at Keeneland. In the third race, number eight, Mr. Bob ran well in his debut back in August. That was for trainer Nick Zito, who, as far as I know still, is winless this year. Mm. Claimed out of that race by Robert Falcone, who's excellent off the claim. I think the barn switch will help here. Gets a nice jump in class off the time off and off the claim, so that's a positive sign. Ten to one on the program for a horse who I think is going to move forward today. Number eight, Mr. Bob, race three at Keeneland.
3: All right, third race, Mr. Bob, going to be our best friend there in the uh, third race, the eight horse, John Lendo's play. Ten to one on the morning line, but uh, we may not get that. But nevertheless, the eight in the third at Keeneland. And what about San Anita?
2: San Anita, race number six, horse number eight, Funkhauser, Like the way this horse went wire to wire at Del Mar to break the maiden, mm-hmm. claimed for 32000 a day by trainer Peter Miller. Does not risk her for a tag coming off the claim. Again, that's a good sign. Mm-hmm. Outside proposed for a pressing trip. Three to one on the program. Number eight, Funkhauser. Race number six, Santa Anita.
3: All right, the sixth race at Santa Anita. Number eight, Funkhauser. The eight in the sixth race. John Lindo's play for the race day. Listeners, full sheets. Lindo reports for Santa Anita, Keeneland, and all the goodie information in the suggested late pick fours. Right now, free of charge, exclusively and only, at the South Point race book because they love horse players. Okay, thanks a lot, uh, John. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Okay.
2: Good
3: luck today. All right. You got my man, Jerry Jackowitz. Good morning.
6: Good morning, Ralph. Uh, and uh, uh, 42% favorites. <laughs> That's got to stop. Yeah.
3: Anyhow, I uh, eked out a win yesterday at Aqueduct with a dead heat winner. That cut the win price in half, but you still got a $5.10 winner to your credit and that yeah. in the fourth race at Aqueduct.
6: Yeah, that was okay, and the first race was obviously no play because, for whatever reason, it was off the turf, and uh, we were handicapping it for on the turf. But even if that wasn't the case, nobody should have played my first horse, Quarrel, in the first race because he was bet down to one to two. Yeah, I can't and do yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's is no reason. I don't care how much you like the horse. Forget yeah. about it. Forget so, about it. Forget about it. Just forget about
3: it. Okay. Anyhow, that you got yesterday. you got full Jerry J's Power Pages for both Santa Anita and Belmont at Aqueduct today at your website, jerryjspowerpage.com. So what are we doing?
6: Well, we're going to go right away at Aqueduct to the fourth race for our first play today. All right. Number three, Silvestri, uh, is shipping into Aqueduct for her first race in the United States. I mean, yeah, in the United States. She did race uh, up at Woodbine on October 1st which is her first race in North America. Uh, this this filly just looks way better than the competition. She raced really well in grade three and grade two uh, racing at a mile. You know how good the milers are in Europe. Mm-hmm. And um, she's a filly in the fall who looks like she's on the improve, and she goes to Christophe Clement. It's all good, good, good everywhere. He's got check marks. So three to one on the morning line would be just fantastic. But we'll go down to... Uh, 3-2-ish, to 7-5 to five for this three horse in the fourth race. All right. We'll play the three over the 1-2-7-8, small reverses. The three really pops out at me in race number four.
3: Well, and uh, Jonathan Hardoon had the one horse in that race. He gave me a Sirocco play you two guys did. So in the fourth race, oh. you like the three, uh, Silvestri, the three. Your link-ups are 1-2-7-8 and reverse. And, of course, uh, I would imagine you'll do another one 3 three one you are you're the three over one two seven eight and reverse
6: right as it turns out the one is my next highest rated horse and I have another star horse in the race so I'll definitely do more with the three one for
3: sure okay so we got the three over one two seven eight reverse and Jonathan w- is the one so the Sirocco play is going to be the box box of one three in the fourth at aqueduct now we go to San Anita
6: okay and before we do the second race where my play is, I just want to mention that mm-hmm. if you get the power pages, um, John picked Funkhauser. I have another horse in that race that's listed as an FP. It's yeah. my top-rated horse. So if you get the Power Pages, you have another Sirocco play in the 6th at Santa Anita. Exactly.
3: And by the way, uh, noticing the Power Pages today, you have three featured plays today. That's unusual.
6: Right. Right. The Power page Plus will start to have more featured plays okay. because... Um, it, we're going to just change things around a little because if there's a good, a really good handicapping we, horse, we got to get you know, the selections so, in. Right. Go. Let's go to the second though. I like number two, Sonic Breeze. Oh. Really great-looking horse to me. I'll take the two over the one, three, four, six. Do some, excuse me, yeah. Do some reverse reverses, but number two, Sonic Breeze. That'll be our feature play
3: in race number two. All right. Second race at uh, Santa Anita today. The two is the key. The link-ups, one, three, four, and six, and reverse, $2 ROI, two to win on the two. As I say, three uh, feature plays today at Santa Anita, so a little bit of a change there. Uh, Jerry's going to give us more of his thoughts on feature plays now and the Power Pages. You can get the Santa Anita and uh, Aqueduct Power Pages right now, jerryjspowerpage.com. One more thing to say, and he's going to say it.
6: Have a great race day, everybody.